Well, not for this. It's not. I would have saved it for halls. Ah, dude, it doesn't matter. Like we we talk about non beast war stuff. We get all the time. What else did I pick up? So. Oh nah, I got I got some junk coming. I um I watched uh, Wally for the first time last night. <gasps> Wally. Yeah, dude. For like, like I honestly thought that I kind of I kind of had hoped. Because you know it was it was on Disney Plus, and I, I never I never went and like watched it in theaters or saw it on TV or anything like that. Um, but I was like, you know what, people really talk this this movie up, and uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna give it a watch. It was it was an hour and a half, and I was like, I'm not gonna like despite laying in bed, I'm not gonna go to sleep for an hour and a half anyways. So um, I checked it out, and I'll be honest, I thought the whole movie was just gonna be Wally. And uh, his little robot friend, Eve. But it wasn't. It showed all, all these fat fucks and like futuristic uh, rascals. Just future rascals with iPads and shit. Yeah, dude. And they're like, they're like, we found plant life. And then the robot wheel was just like, no, we're under a cruise control directive. Have been for the last 700. Like, I was just like, I was like, dude, no. I was thinking, I was thinking, like in terms of realism, like this this captain is like, we're gonna go back to Earth and we're gonna work, and uh, that's not at all how it happened in real life. How it happened in real life is a bunch of dudes like me that would be in charge <laughs> would be like, mm, I'm gonna lay here and uh, stay in fat here in outer space uh, in this uh, luxury uh, spaceship cruise ship freight liner thing. But uh, it was an adorable film. Um, the the best part of it was clearly the robots. Um, the robots. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm gonna just. I think I'm gonna pick a Disney movie I haven't seen and just give it a watch. I've been binge watching Clone Wars, and yeah. uh, I bad. like. That's the thing. Like, I looked up a list of episodes to skip and to watch, and like I was talking to EE Prime and. Uh, Josh Fisher and uh, a couple other folks uh, yeah. a few Fridays ago, they're like, "No, you gotta watch all of it. You can't skip any of it." And like, that's bullshit. Like, the stuff I've skipped has been has been fine. Like, I don't feel like I've been missing there, or questioning any of that. There, there are some episodes of fluff that don't don't really help. Or right. can, it seems yeah. like most of it, it seems like most of it was in season one, but it's like the list I have. I think season four, it's like you you pretty much like watch episodes like seven through twenty two or something like that. I was like, damn. But even like even still without the fluff, I'm just like I'm struggling to get through it. Like all the free time I have at work, and I've got them downloaded on my phone. Like I couldn't like I I had nothing but time to watch them today to to literally burn through the like fifteen episodes that are crucial for season. Three. What's uh, I just didn't even I just didn't even want to. I was just like, uh, what's that Thunder Mayhem go for complete? Like six hundred dollars. Uh, is it six? Because I thought it was eight. It's fluctuated between six and eight. And there's five yeah. of them, right? Yep. No. Yeah, yeah. there's five for Thunder Mayhem. I'm checking right now. There's guys got three of them up on eBay right now, but they're 130 bucks each. Oh, but they're the good Rookie. ones too. There's uh, Rookie Teller says uh, a lot of sorry to interrupt, but a lot of the Clone Wars episodes are out of order. I didn't know that. Oh, oh, chronological, chronological. No, man, like I really don't feel like I need chronological order there. Um, uh, no, no, no you, you don't need that. No, um, 
No. If it's spinster and uh, needle there's, nose, there's needle nose, spinster, or no, needle nose, ruckus, and um, bludgeon for one thirty. Each of them are one thirty each. Spinister, I'm surprised. Spinister's I'm surprised. Like I thought, people haven't been pretty hard to find. I'm surprised mm-hmm. people haven't been dumping like needle nose and spinister were hard to find, but I'm surprised okay. people have not been dumping spinister since. The uh, the new one just came out. Well, because uh, that said, got, welcome to Spaces Lock episode 162, everybody. Um, this week's episode title is I'm, I'm going to tell my kids that this was Shattercast Uncut. And, uh, <laughs> I'm your host, Primal Tabbit. And uh, I'm joined here with uh, some lovely co-hosts this evening. Uh, let's start with the least loveliest. Mike, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me everywhere as Angry Mike. All right, Brett. Uh, Mega Bus Mega Toy Fan on Facebook. And Candace. I don't know. Just search for me. You'll find me. It's just. Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Facebook, what? Twitter. Just. What, I was going to say that sounds like a lyrics to a song. <laughs> just look for me <laughs> and you'll find me. Oh, there you go. You'll find <laughs> me at the Oak uh, Where can we find you, Dakota? <laughs> you can find me. Everywhere at Primal Sabbath, I do declare. Uh, real quick in the chat, we got TF Fan Geek, Jim Bong, Roki Teller, Candace, Roki Teller, some more, Jim Bong, some more, and Chris Barnes. So, how's how are all y'all in the chat doing this evening? Glad uh, glad y'all could be with us here on this the Stasis Lock Eve. Uh, so, Brett, did you get anything this week? No, I got G one stuff, so it doesn't count. <gasps> Oh. <laughs> Candace, did you uh, did you buy any more statues this week? What was that supposed to mean? You bought a statue license. Yeah, you bought a statue. Yeah. It was like a month ago. I just well, I oh, did well, you, just buy tables to display the statues. So now I oh okay. Can, once they come, once they're delivered, then I can display them, and I'll show you guys pictures if you want. Special, okay. but I did get something order. else. Oh, okay. Uh, I did get something else. For anybody who might know Melissa, she hands out these these beautiful pins that she makes. Um, she hands them. Oh, I can't see the camera. Everything's opposite. Um, I think she hands I've them out seen. She, she Are wood those burns the wooden them pins? And, Are they wooden? 3D prints. Yes, those were wooden. She got. I do have some of those. I just have a few, but. Matrix there, you know, and even, even, these are my favorites, I wear these all the time, I get compliments on them at TFCon, they're little, little maximal earrings. They're cool. Oh, that's awesome. She, anyway, actually, so. she actually gave those to all the volunteers at TFCon. Um, I've got little ones that, and they say Seeker, the Seeker Squad or something like that. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, those and are pretty she doesn't ask for anything, so it may be a donation if you want. But anyway, so she has a site. Um, the Karin, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. The Karin Studios. You can find her on Twitter at the Karin Studios. And how do you how do you spell it? How do you spell it? Uh, D A R C A R I N. D A D A R C A R I N. Yes. All right. Shout. And what else? What else is after it? And KarnStudios.square.site is where you can look for her. Some of her she has for sale. Site S I T E. Yes. 
So she was doing these um, ornaments recently, so I ordered a couple ornaments from her, and they come in this nice little box. Has a ribbon around and everything, a little tissue paper, it's very nice. And this engraved thing saying thank you, you know, for shopping from her. And so they're, they're Dude, she goes all out. Hells yeah, look, these wooden ornaments. You can Christmas get them custom- I can like get this camera thing right. There it goes. You can get them customized or just the, the year, which is what I got. That's dope. Oh, I thought they were That's so cool. Awesome. Right? So I don't know Christmas. if she's still doing orders before Christmas now, but um, I think you can still order something from her. They're fantastic. So do that. Check it out. That's it pretty cool. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. I got, I got it. I got it <laughs> here, up here. I'll, uh, I will, I will keep that link off to the side, and I'll stick it oh, in the description you. after uh, after we go live. For anybody who wants to check it out, any listeners, any late to the gamers, y'all can see that there. Oh, so by, that's awesome. By the way, the uh, the bludgeon that I just mentioned sold. So see, if you want us to like plug your auctions and everything, we get your stuff sold quick. <laughs> Someone, someone snapped it up someone just heard, like that. <laughs> someone heard bludgeon for one thirty. They just started just scouring. Like, scouring. No, the one for one thirty five. I think that's too much money. Not for bludgeon. I well, it just sold. It was more so. expensive, I thought. No, I, well, I just sent a link into the group chat. Uh, Brett, look at that one. That's, well, never mind. It just changed. Oh, <laughs> they changed to one thirty five. No, I mean it, it was literally. It was a uh, hold on. It was the uh, whole complete set. Yes. The opening bid was five ninety nine, or five forty nine, and now it—I mean, literally—it changes. I refreshed it a second ago. Now it's uh, buy now at eight hundred dollars. What happened? Wow! They went. They went. Stasis like said that we got to go up. We got to go up in price. <laughs> Who, yeah, yeah. I wonder, I wonder, I who's, I wonder who's watching the show the, like right now. <laughs> yeah, come on in the chat. Uh, type uh, hit F in the chat if it was you. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Like, yeah, I know he wants one. Brett wants one. I'm going to make jack that price up. Yeah. He'll pay it. Promise that. Promise that. We'll say $800. I'm going to do it. $800. <laughs> I do declare. I tell you what. <laughs> they're not very bright. Don't buy it. Let's see how. Let's see if that's, that uh, that sinister goes at 135 135 that's a steal on sinister, man. I'm waiting for it to go next. I'm waiting for that. Jim Fong, you're Malaysian? Uh, well, dude, thanks for watching. I always really appreciate it when... Uh, uh, folks outside the U.S. come and tune in. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I interrupted all that conversation flow. Yes, you did. That's fine. Did you and get anything? And that's what we're all about. <laughs> it's, it's just you know reeling it in, reeling it in. Spinister. Mike, what'd you get this week? I know you. I know, Mike. I know you got some stuff this week. Hmm. Uh, I got uh, spinister and crosshairs. I got um. The Rocksteady and Bebop two pack from Target. Um, I have to look. I think, and then uh, today I know you don't care, but I got my uh, my Cyber Monday bundle from Funko. All thirteen <laughs> pops came in today. Crap. Yeah. Oh, I, I bought the bundle just for really four pops. I'm selling the rest of them. I was gonna say, where do you put all these pops? Uh, I'll send you pictures. <laughs> they're, they're everywhere. So uh, Jim Fong <laughs> says that $8,000 is like RM1000. That's wild. 
It's great. We're just <laughs> nice. to that Damn. <laughs> Damn. That's awesome. That's, that's pretty crazy. Um, well, I got uh, I got Siege Spinister in. I think that's it. I don't think I got anything else. I think I was uh, living it light this week. I feel like, dude, I, f I feel like there's something in the mail, and I just can't remember <laughs> what it is. Um, let's see. No, no books, no artwork, nothing like that. Um, I got, I got some stuff that a friend asked me to order, but that doesn't count. I can't say what it is. I don't give too much away, but, uh, yeah, light week. I don't, I don't think, actually, I don't think I have anything in the mail. Wow. It's, uh. Lonely, That's shocking. Uh, well, yeah, it really is. I got a bunch of stuff on pre-order. I'm no, about I mean, to have that, a lot of stuff coming in the mail. I was going to say is that you have nothing coming in the mail, and I actually do. Now, that's shocking. Yeah. A little bit of role reversal there. Am yeah. I right? Yepers. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? I'm right. Yes. I'm right. <laughs> Rookie Teller asked, how much money am I willing to bet that uh, Spinister is going to be remolded into Rotor Storm? I don't know, dude. I really don't. I mean, maybe. I don't, the legs, man, I don't know. Uh, with the way it transforms, and it's got a, a very interesting transformation, and like the fact that the <clears throat> that the propellers, I mean, they could they could easily, I don't even know. Okay, the propellers, they could change some stuff up on that so they fold up or go down or whatever but with those legs man i just don't see because like one of these legs becomes the cockpit the other one hides underneath of course but to make to put the cockpit up here on the chest i'd be down for it man i'd buy the hell out of a rotor storm like that's one of the last proper last end of the wreckers characters uh i need but i wouldn't be super bummed if they uh uh, uh remolded the movie uh was it dropkick yeah, drop kick, the helicopter drop kick, because like like that already looks like rotor storm. It just needs those crazy Euro G one colors. And I think now that one can they can they remold the chest and still have it work with a cockpit with spinister? Maybe maybe and because like the, okay, just the chest piece. So like this, the way this all like this whole chest piece thing, it like it feeds through. I I want to say, okay, yeah. So it like it feeds through like this. And it kind of comes out and over. But it hides uh, again, in, in man, the they, helicopter. Right. But like if you see it just boop, it folds into there. <laughs> boop. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a little boop. I'd, I'd be wondering if they could remold that. It all compresses. Yeah. Like I said, they'd have to figure out something different for these legs. Uh, because again, like to get the cockpit to where it would like fold up or in turn also like maybe it would turn the other way. I don't know, dude. Uh, I guess this is one of those moments where it's a good thing. I'm not a, uh, a, a toy engineer, or a toy designer, because if someone said, make this work, I would have told them no. And I would have been a uh, pack in my desk at the end. Of no, the day. that's when you say, no, I just come up with the ideas. You make it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dark spider four in the chat. Uh, he, he told me earlier that he just got a shattered glass Grimlock. I think that dude's only got three more, two or three more figures before he completes that whole uh, shindig, which is awesome. Kabar's joining us in the chat. What's up, Kabar? Glad to uh, glad to see you joining us here tonight. Glad to see all all these familiar faces. 
So, um, anyways, did we all watch uh, season one, episode thirteen of Beast Machines? Yes. No. Oh, you watched it. <laughs> Why is this so shocking? <laughs> because, like, I feel like you've always been against watching the Beast Machines episodes. But for you don't the like podcast, Beast I yeah. Watch yeah. Last All right, Brett. I, I didn't even do it for Brett, the podcast. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> dude, I don't know why y'all hating on Beast Machines so hard. Like, I love Beast Machines. Mike, did you watch it? Really? That's what I thought. <laughs> you're ask it. Yeah, you're gonna, Mike. You're gonna be our Dalton notes this week. Wow. Shit. Whoa. <laughs> uh, well, Candace, what kind of notes did you have for this episode? Oh. Jeez, I actually kind of had fun making notes. Um, let's see what I have here. All right. I can't do a whole synopsis thing like Dalton does, but uh, I'm just going to roll with what I have here. If anybody's watched the episode, you can kind of understand what the hell I'm talking about here. All right. In the beginning, when Cheetor yanks Rat Trap's tail out of the computer. Ouch. Right? Right. Procedures for that, Cheetor. Like when you shouldn't eject your flash drive without doing it properly, or else it might oh, lose just, your data. Some I just pulled the flash drive out. I know. I'll be telling you that. Right there, but I thought of that, and uh, I'm pretty sure you just don't pull things out of sockets or holes <laughs> like that without possibly damaging something. If you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 Dude, he for in like rat trap was even like, "Yo, you want to ask next time?" Like, come on, All right? Bro. Yeah. No. All right. Uh, Rat Trap is getting creative with his weapons. Yay! He's got seed grenades. God, that was one of my notes, man. Like, just how Jeez. dumb like these these vine grenades are. <laughs> but he's getting creative. Finally. Let's see. Plan Optimus B, wants man. to go all Armageddon with the plasma energy chamber against Megatron. But Cheetor offers a different solution. And Optimus hears him out like the good leader he is. I think, too, since Rancor, a, as we call him, I think, is behind the whole plan manipulating everybody. Or so he thinks. Go for it, Dakota. I was just going to say, I had, I had a different take on that, but we'll get to it. When we oh, yeah? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I can't wait to hear it. Uh, Jet Storm's quote, Silverbolt has left the building. I actually got a snicker out of that. Um, and Megatron is on to Rancor. Of course he is. He's the ultimate manipulator. Uh, oh, yes. I was very disappointed that... Oh, my God. These alerts. That Optimus decided to confront Megatron instead of helping Rattrap and leaving his maximals to fend for, him, for themselves. That, my friends, is not my primal. He left them to die. Uh, like, I don't think it was like leaving them to fend for themselves. He was just like, yeah, these dudes are dying Basically, like, what the hell? I was just so disappointed. Um, uh, oh, yeah. A showdown between uh, Optimus and Beast Mode and Megatron slipping out of his dress and into his Dragon Beast Mode <laughs> when Optimus pisses him off about his organic side taking control. I forgot all about calling it a dress and a football helmet. I just got started laughing at myself. That was that's that's so accurate though. Just slipped right out. Megatron slipped onesie. 
That, uh, that, that nightgown. He just slipped right out of that <laughs> like, nightgown. It's a moo. Oh my god, it's a moo. What's a moo moo? A moo moo. You don't know what a moo moo is? Uh, Karyudo fan subs is in the chat. Karyudo, what's a moo moo? Um, <laughs> he says, uh, I miss the old rat trap who was a demolitions expert. Yeah, now we have rat trap, uh, hexer mans. Hexer with seed grenades. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so the showdown and then Optimus is trying to refort Megatron against his will again. Not my primal. Megatron's still outwards rank four, as we call him, so that it goes against his programming to harm him, using him as a pawn the entire time. Duh! This is Megatron. And then ba -da -ba -da -ba -da, Optimus is at his limits. He's desperate when Megatron tries to call his bluff about using the chamber. We see, oh my god, we see Primal being thanos at the end of the episode as he watches his hand disappear after he activates the chamber. He was thanos Straight up snapped out I of just, existence. I just wanted to say that. Anyway, that, those are my new. <laughs> I just wanted to use that term. All right. I'm glad, I'm glad Soats. thanos Mike, Brett, we're going to have to send you guys to, uh, to, to teamwork. Um, Sensitivity the, the training creative in school the of writing. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay for it though. So this vlog doesn't have uh, that kind of. Oh. doesn't have that kind of thing. Uh, we had Nick Brammer in the chat. What's up, dude? He said he said it sounds like the new IDW Optimus Prime. Um, you're not wrong. Uh, and then, oh man, I think it was Roki that asked. I lost it. Uh, no, TF Fan Geek asked, "Have any of you seen the season finale?" Uh, of season two of Cyberverse, and I got a level with you, man. I haven't even seen the season premiere of episode season one of Cyberverse, so I haven't been following it. Like I know Cheetor's there, and it's it's tempting. It's maybe uh, if if I get around to finishing up RID fifteen, I might kind of ease on into it. I mean, I went back and watched the Unicron trilogy, right? Like, how much worse could it get? So. Oh, uh, Karyudo <laughs> said, apparently a mumu, it's a loose dress originating from Hawaii. Homer Simpson wore it once. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Homer Simpson did everything <laughs> once. <laughs> All right. Uh, notes for tonight was uh, this episode, Tankor brought copy and paste to a gunfight. Uh, Optimus does more cyber shrooms. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Optimus does more cyber shrooms, pays the price for it. Cheetor gave a solid plan with zero certainty in his voice, and that is Leadership 101. Primal agrees to it, and that's Leadership 201. No, that was that was my takeaway from that whole thing. Hilarious, I like that. Um, <laughs> Real quick, I liked that whether it was intended to or not, the kind of continuity kept here with, uh, you know, Megatron finding out that it, that Rhinox indeed has taken over uh, Tankor, and like, like I feel a lot of callbacks to Dark Designs again that I don't necessarily mm -hmm. think was intentional on the writer's behalf. If it was, that's incredible callback uh, level stuff right there. I know as a kid watching it, I didn't even think of that think of like oh this is just like rhinox from dark designs but like again the continuity there is like megatron remembered that rhinox was a formidable bad dude when he was a bad dude and so he built that safe place there um 
So that said, though, like Rhinox didn't know nothing about nothing. Just when he thought he knew everything about everything. Good points. And then uh, the uh, end there with the Optimus Primal and Megatron Brodown Showdown, and the agenda <laughs> ending reloaded. I threw in the reloaded thing because uh, you know it's it's all very matrixy. So. Nice. You know, just uh, a shoot and a miss. But uh, that Fantastic. said, we got some news. Good stuff. Thank you. Yeah, did our Mike looks like someone isn't getting their Christmas bonus this year. Candace looks like someone isn't getting a Christmas bonus this year. Nobody caught it. Okay, it's fine. I'm shocked. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Nobody's getting Christmas bonuses. I just figured, yeah. I just figured it'd be the same bonus as last year. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, my PowerPoint isn't responding. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. My PowerPoint's responding. Don't forget to go follow us on social media, facebook.com slash beastwars, twitter.com slash stasislockcast. Uh, seriously, go follow us on Twitter, please. Um, <laughs> like the, Twitter is, the Twitter is a disappointment. The Facebook page is awesome. Y'all keep rocking and rolling that shit. But Twitter is very poor. Uh, you can also email us, uh, audio listeners, people who catch the show afterwards, with questions or commentary uh, at stasislockpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to join our super sweet fa- uh, Facebook group, the Beast Wars Society, the buy, sell, trade, and discussion group. Join now. Uh, that being said, Stasislock crew is Beast Wars by Ghost Lord Peter. You'll have to check back again next week. He's actually uh, currently working on them. It's just Brett, uh, the character that Brett picked with all the scales and whatnot. Um, he's Peter's doing like each scale individually. Like we saw some of that a couple of weeks ago on on like the head and, the, and like the upper kind of shoulder neck area it looked really badass. So I think once uh, we see the the finished product there, it's going to look really awesome. So uh, Ghost Lord Peter's doing some good work. He also. Got him some Christmas weather because he was uh, shoveling snow earlier. Because <laughs> why not? Shout out to Ghost Lord Peter and his Christmas. Oh, yeah. uh, Brett, you got any snow up there in Kentucky? Nada. Nada. Man, just got, not just Christmas got cold. There. Just got cold. That's Mike, all. didn't you get some snow, Mike? We got a fart dusting. <laughs> Dude, that's still Christmas. That's still a fart dust no, of Christmas. No, it's literally, from what I heard, it was like just a, a little bit. I mean, from no, what you heard, I, you live there, bro. No, nah, I never, bro, get, I never I get out of the it. bedroom. <laughs> I walk I outside and see with my like ears. Going outside. The only thing I was looking at was a Golden Corral buffet. Oh, that's right. I remember. <laughs> I, I, I was nowhere near where it was supposedly. Uh, Dakota, where like it went. Dakota, so, you see the size of his boot? He ain't going nowhere. You should have told him to install. Mike, you know those those, those Heelys? Those Heely shoes? You should have told me to put a little Heelys on the boot. Get you one of the little wheels. Be pimping 1990s. Here's what the sad part is, is that this thing's so big is that I can't get regular pants on. I have to wear shorts all the time. That's that's, that's what I said. Not well, sure. That's another reason. That <laughs> We're talking about here. I'm saying 26 degrees. It was cold this morning. Did, did it shrinkage. also shrivel, or are we talking about something talking else about now? shrinkage now. Okay. Um, of the boot, right? 
The boot. <laughs> oh, oh, the boot. The boot. Um, oh, we, dude, we just got like we got rain. That? We got rain, and then we got cold air, and there was some frost. <laughs> there was some frost this morning, and frost is just Latin for false Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just face. It's just fake ass Christmas, is what frost is. So. <laughs> Uh, but Candace, you got some snow too, right? About an inch. That's a worthy length, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. Millis a box. Inches. Uh... All right, let's go into the news. We actually got one piece of news today. Um, I'm pretty sure we grabbed this from the Beast Wars Transformers group. Somebody in there had posted it. Uh, but somebody else had posted these. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Back up. If you want to. <laughs> Stasis lock. You know what? The Twitter one. I have a uh, I have a, a a list here of show notes in a in a in a notepad document, and this is what I get for not pulling it up and bringing it off to the side Woo. right over here. All um, right, starting January first, which will be the first Stasis Lock of 2020. Uh, we will be moving over to the Stasis Lock YouTube channel. If you want to watch live, make sure to go subscribe to it. This is just a screen grab from a couple of weeks ago, so you know what to look for uh, when you type in Stasis Lock. So uh, we gained a couple of subscribers last week, which is super awesome, and we thank you guys for doing that. Again, January 1st is where you'll catch us live on Wednesdays. It'll be moving away from old Primal Sabbath. And also, for all you... Community goers, get-togethers, convention guys and gals. Mm. We'll be doing the Ultra Gear Stasis Lock photo. I'll bring your masterpiece cheat order, Pete's Robocon, June 5th through 6th, 2020, Louisville, Kentucky, for an epic galloping gyroscopic gathering of the most <laughs> open cheaters in one location. You It'll did it. Blow it down there. So you did it. Any open masterpiece cheater, we're going to group them all together, take a big group picture of them. Uh, we did that with... Uh, Masterpiece Dinobots in, at TFCon in 2018. We only had five or six. I can't remember. We had a couple. Wasn't very many. But uh, yeah, we kind of thanks, Mike. I appreciate your contribution to that whole thing. Oh, you don't have a Masterpiece Dinobot? Sure do. <laughs> Woo! Uh, something else to kind of plug away here, real quick. And if you want to, if you haven't already, and you want to join the Realm of Collectors uh, Facebook page, we got the link to join down there. You got to answer some questions, and then after you get in, you got to introduce yourself. That way, folks know who you are. Uh, but they are doing their uh, year end polling. Um, <laughs> it'll end 12 23 uh, at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is always a really fun thing that they do, something I enjoy about the group. Um, yeah, they do a lot of stuff like this, but. It uh, should be pretty easy to find. I think most stuff will be close to the top. If not, you can look for topics in the Roma Collectors uh, Facebook group. Uh, you can also check out, like, this is the the polls. Uh, again, I have links to all the polls if it's still difficult to, to access. But uh, they got Best trans- best Masterpiece Transformer Figure, Third Party or Official. Best Transforming Figure Legend Scale, Third Party or Official. Best Action Figure, Six to Eight Inch Scale. Best action figure, doll life scale. And best television show. And like, uh, real quick, I want to point out, and uh, Mike, I see your face. Dalton, I see you. Rob, I see you. I think that's that's Kabar in there. See y'all uh, say The Mandalorian is, even though that show ain't over. I'm going to laugh real hard. Everybody vote Mandalorian. 
And then four days after this poll ends, it's just like the worst final episode ever. It's just like <laughs> tears it all down. I haven't seen it yet, so keep them spoilers to yourself. But I think it's going to be fun. I do have high hopes for it, though, that being said. Uh, praise be to uh, Star Wars Space Westerns. And best motion picture, I don't see. Like, I, like I know Joker's pretty close. I don't see anything uh, passing no. up in game. No, <laughs> it's just no. not gonna happen. So, mm. uh, again, check out the ROC. You can join the uh, uh, the group through the links in the description. And uh, you know what? Let them know that the uh, Stasis Lock crew sent you there. Um, oh, there's another poll. Forgot about this. The favorite realm moment of 2019. Uh, Bobby gave a speech, and it was a good speech. And that seems to be it. Also, Oscar returning to Shattercast Uncut. But, like, the, the best moment is Bobby leaving Shattercast? What is this? What's going on here? How's that a good moment? Anyways. I digress. On to the toy news. Uh, we got some actual physical painted in-hand images of the Transform Element T-Beast Bumblebee. Uh, this thing looks pretty sharp. I can definitely see a Lyo convoy coming out of it. Yeah. I definitely don't know <laughs> why it was the. Yeah, Brett, these are those Zoids things. And like, those I know Tyler Zoids. is. Yeah. Zoids. Tyler's yeah. stoked on some Zoids and some transforming Transformers character Zoids. Uh, I like the, the aesthetic. Like, like, the Generation Toy did the big primal. And it was a neat figure. It's just the scale I didn't dig. But this is Transform Element, and I feel like this is going to be a smaller scale. Now, I don't think we know if it's going to be like Big Masterpiece, or if it's going to be uh, Small Legends, or if they're going to do it Chug. It seems like they're all over the place with with their stuff. Like they've released a Masterpiece Prime. They've released a Legends or not scale, but Legends class i guess size uh black arachnia so i think this makes sense to be somewhere kind of in the middle perhaps and if it is i think i might be on board even if it's a legends i think i might be on board but something i like about this and we'll see it later these little cylinders here on the back are the hammer pieces and i love the way they integrate that into the beast mode Oh, I, I love weapon storage. You guys know I'm I'm about that weapon storage. So, and just like a kitty cat, he is bouncing. Candace, how how do you feel about these T beast designs? It's pretty neat. I would invest. I don't know how I feel about this. This look neat though. This car grill. <laughs> in here just randomly i understand it it does look very harsh <laughs> yeah mike let's say hypothetically this was a uh an official release how in would you be zero percent even if it was an official yep. asbro takara no you're you're lying <laughs> nope this is a big steaming pile of trash dude no look dude this <laughs> that face, that head sculpt, awesome. Yeah, you're only saying that because no, you're only saying that because it's really the stupidest thing I think I've seen is that you're taking Bumblebee and making him into this, and you you just pointed out the perfect reason why it's trash is that it has a car grill as a chest. 
<laughs> Look, I said I said Barrage. that was question. I didn't I didn't say it was trash. It it was like, once you say it, it's visually in my head. <laughs> it looked like movie Bumblebee, yeah. I don't like it. I think I think this is I just no. Look, honestly, honestly though, like as not Bumblebee, like I know it's hard because he's clearly got movie Bumblebee chest syndrome. Um, but like, really and truly, dude, nothing about this this head looks anything like Bumblebee. Like when the mask comes down, it definitely does. But with the mask up like that, like I'm not getting those vibes. Um, but I mean, like I am definitely getting those vibes when it when it shows the chest. But that's that's neither here nor there. Brett, what about you, man? How do you feel about uh Zoids in disguise? I'll pass. Trash in disguise. That that is that is an easy pass. Dude, I like that. I like even the even though. if it was official, pass. All right. What if what if it, uh, what if they did it as Lyle Convoy? Oh, like well, remove they, the, the oh, car vehicle they, chest and a- the absolutely pass. Absolutely oh, you like pass. The, yeah. You don't like the Japanese characters? I just this doesn't look doesn't appeal to me at all. There's You're nothing racist. about this. I can't. It, it kind of has that last <laughs> night feeling to it because he has that. That stupid little hammer with him, like the the No, I can't get over the whole Zoids thing. It's a, it's a, it's it's not I'm a not transformer. Even, I'm not even looking at it as it's, a Zoid. It's, it's a more Zoid. the point of its bumblebee, and it looks like trash. Doesn't doesn't Takara Tomy own Zoids? So I mean, it, like it could be a transformer. That clean bag, dude. Look at this clean floor. <laughs> nothing. What? What am I missing? I'd rather end the toilet than this one. <laughs> I think I it's true. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah little toilet butts are funny. That's about right. That's good stuff. Oh man, I think this looks neat. Again, dude, I like the little accessory and the way like everything, you know, tucks in and plugs up. Like I get it, Bumblebee, Bumblebee fatigue from seven years ago. I understand. Look, but, look, Dakota. We all we all know you're about the tuck and the. In the in the plug and all that, but no, I mean, no, just just not, no, no, not the tug and the rub or the tug and the plug, the tug and the plug. Now, I mean, look, why, why not all three? Tug and run and yeah, run. It's, <laughs> that's all him. Yeah, how come? You, how come you, I can't? How come I? You can't haven't. Have you had him sold at Tuck. So I mean, you know, well, no, you had him at Weapon Storage. <laughs> the Weapon Storage is what. Oh. You definitely had me at weapon storage. I'm about the weapon storage. Yeah, if anybody's got some <laughs> so, weapon storage toys, we hit up the boy in Dakota. He'll buy shit. Dude, Kabar straight up like uh, <laughs> thumbs down the shit out of that. Like, he was just like, nope. Um, you got also, it. yeah, that's something else that's funny. Like going back to the uh, um, uh, the voting polls that uh. The the rise of Skywalker already that. has fifteen votes, and that thing doesn't that it doesn't come out for like what nine more days? Nine more days. <laughs> They're mostly watching on the black web already, or something. Man, I, that's that's how I plan on watching it. Because on the dark web, Mike, the yeah. dark web. <laughs> what I said, the dark web. <laughs> the dark webs. Did I say black dark webs? Yeah, you said black web. Oh, that was racist of me. Um, <laughs> you can you can send all questions and comments to Angry Mike. We're gonna we're just gonna we're gonna have a, a future segment just called uh, and hate mail. We're just gonna call each other racist. 
uh, no, you're a racist. No, you're a racist. Bro, Kabar, uh, Kabar's asking if the uh, if the TB's Bumblebee had shoulder pauldrons. I'll be honest, dude. The way that the the cat head and the the cat butt ended up on his shoulders looked very much like asymmetrical shoulder pauldrons, and I think that might also be a contributing factor as to like why I dig that design. <laughs> The cat head and cat butt. Yeah. <laughs> Get up the ass. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just got this vision of like cat dog only with a butt and it's yeah. Okay. Man, yeah. I just was like that's, that's it's not right. <laughs> Nick Nick Brammer said no snow here, bro. You're in Florida, of course. Like <laughs> if it snows in Florida before it snows here in, in what, Louisiana, what it snow snow once in the past ten years. I mean, come on. Have y'all? Yeah, Nick. Have y'all ever gotten snow down there? If he's in the northern <laughs> part, they did one year. Chris said, "LOL Twitter." You're right. <laughs> LOL Twitter. We don't even pay attention to it. Poor Twitter. But we we want if we get some followers, we pay attention to it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, Not that I know. Of. So <laughs> let's see. Uh, real quick before we move on, oh. um, he's yeah, he's down I in know. Tampa. Oh, he'll never see. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> what is that? What is this? So I like this uh, this little thing StreamYard introduced. It's where you can have oh, like uh, <laughs> banners at the bottom. And I like so, it. Good deal. For Tyler, this is my uh, this is my tribute. He had to work uh, tonight. I think he's got to work next week. So it's just I love this man. I love the the moving deal. The little moving. <laughs> Banner at the bottom. It's too oh. awesome. It's too cool. He'll see it. I'll make sure he sees it. But uh, it's gonna be like any anytime anytime Tyler says some trash ass shit, I'm just gonna roll that at the bottom. Yeah. Just uh, don't say anything. Just nice story through. Yeah, just just wait. <laughs> so, all right. So tonight we all collectively uh, wrapped up. Beast Machines Season 1. And I kind of wanted to talk about uh, and maybe even compare it to how uh, Beast Wars uh, as as a season, like from, from start to finish, how like where it falls on your radar. So, uh, Brett, I'm going to start with you. Tell me, tell me how you feel about Beast Machines Season 1 in comparison to Beast Wars Season 1. Got to remember everything about that I remember from Beast Machines. Good luck. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Don't like it. Okay. Don't like it. Why didn't you like it, Brett? I want to know why you didn't like it. And I want to know whose house is on fire. That's fine. Not mine. That must be Mike's. He's cooking again. Okay. And the kitchen sounds with the fire alarm. Mike. Mike's one of those people that you know, knows when the food's done by the smoke detector. I'll be honest, you know you're listening to a fake stasis lock when there aren't kitchen sounds. This is true. This is actually true. It, it isn't it isn't the authentic, genuine article. Or cats. Meow. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yeah, just, little, yeah. just, 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 just little cute mouths and Mike's wife throwing pots and pans at them. Oh yeah. True. So Brett, what like what about Beast Machines made I didn't you like not- the whole techno to organic um that whole thing uh it was neat seeing uh cybertron in that uh it wasn't cgi what was that was that 
the type of uh, animation that they used. It was, it was CG. Was it okay? It so was. I, it was kind of. It was kind of CG with like a little bit of that two D, uh, traditional like stuff mixed in. But I think it was fully CG because Mainframe uh, did all of um, Beast Machines too. So I like that. Um, some of it was okay, but for the most part, the whole idea of it I didn't care for. They all reverted back to animal form. I didn't understand that. It didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, and they then literally spent an episode explaining it, though. I, I didn't care for it. And then, and then the other thing is, it, it went really, in my opinion, it got really. How do I put it? Uh, preachy. I guess for a what, better you, word, you are not transformed because I am transformed. We are all transformed. Oh, I mean, that's all just being transformed. <laughs> and, you know, all that. <laughs> Sorry, didn't Bro, get into the it. The shrooms are the best. Yeah. <laughs> I really think that the writers on this were going, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got a good one. I got a good idea for this one. All right. Let's make it all plants. Plants. Just, yeah. oh man. Yeah. Let's just make it about like the perfect <laughs> balance of like technology, right? And like organic stuff, man. Like this rock and dirt weed that we've been smoking on. You feel like that was kind of the mindset? <laughs> little bit. Go, going in? Okay. A little bit. Okay. Brett doesn't like stoners. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, there's a there's a huge difference between, I think, stoners and burners. You know? Or like, uh, what, what would they be called? Skids, I think is another term for them. Myth heads. Big difference, I feel. Oh, that's southern stuff. It is. Dude, you're southern stuff. What do you mean? Northern. Northern Kentucky. Not him. Northern. No, I'm talking I'm talking Mike. Mike said southern stuff. <laughs> no, we ain't northern. We just got the hillbilly heroin. Just just remember he uh he he hasn't he doesn't get out much since the boot, so just uh, just them boys up in the hills smoking that their heroin. Hey, who's cryotech wants to come in? Cryotech? Oh, that's Tom. Yeah. Well, let him in. Tom, you missed all Where the news. And in uh, late Canadian fashion, here you are. A new challenge. <laughs> Tom, where can people find you at, man? Uh, where can people find me at? A new challenge. Sounds like it's core. Yeah, where can people find you at? Uh, y'all can find me at uh, Instagram and Twitter at Cryotech Customs. Awesome. Hashtag turn the volume up. Yeah, yeah. Can you move the microphone a little closer to your mouth, please? Hello. No. Sorry, the uh, connection from Canada is quite a long one, so (laughs) it takes a while for the audio to get here, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, and we got a a snowstorm uh, blowing in. Uh, The shit winds are coming in. So. So I bet right now you're thinking we're talking about we haven't seen any snow this night. The other year they're like, yeah, right. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Dude, yeah. Tom's just like I can't stop. Can't wait for it to stop. You're talking Dude, about this is, dustings, dustings for us is in what feet? This is like that? the the third. This is like the third winter we've had in the past month. So lucky bastard. Oh, and they're used so, to well, it. You guys, you guys got three Christmases back to back. It comes in waves. Nick Bramer says, "I'm in the kingdom of tweakers, man." <laughs> he said, <laughs> "Used to be on live PD all the time." <laughs> yeah, Pasco County, Florida. Yes. Florida man Nick Brammer ratting <laughs> out the rest of Florida land. I don't know. No, I think I think we all know uh, 
<clears throat> it's bad, but it's bad here in the southern states. I agree. But um, Candace, how would you uh, compare? Nope. No, no, I nope. think we should do this. I think we need to go down this road now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you asked for it. You got it. All right. It's just yep. not. It's just not as good. I just, I had, I don't know. Okay, what, what I did like about Beast Machines, I'll say this: I liked the music, I liked the animation, and but I basically watched it because it was the same voice actors, and I wanted to support them. That was pretty much it. Uh, the, I was not a fan of the writing. There were some things I liked. Like, I actually kind of liked the techno organics thing going on, but and that you got to see Cybertron. It was a little darker. But no, the Beast Wars was just that. That that's right here. And so you you mentioning that the first season was written so well, and the character development, everything made sense. I don't know if I'm gonna agree with that. I'll be I'll be a hundred percent. In which to be to be totally fair, the first season of Beast Wars had, you know twice as many episodes to work with that's true but uh and and i'll I'll get to that i guess whenever uh it it comes my turn but that's like you brought up one thing that i really didn't i really didn't think about despite having joked about it before is that like it's always dark and nighttime on cybertron like despite (laughs) like despite they're actually like you seeing a sunrise at the end of like one episode like so we know that there's daylight that hits that planet but that's something like I, i do uh like, I do think you're right about like you know Beast Wars, uh, especially uh, even with how limited the budget was for the first season. You got different kind of terrains, different uh, weather, different, like, backgrounds. Yeah, 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 you got, yeah, weather, yeah. You got, you got grasslands. You got yeah. yeah, you got Water. river like beaches, Tundra. volcanic areas, flying deserts, islands, and- flying islands. <laughs> yeah so you know you're, you're right whereas most of uh beast machines is just like uh let's look at this like dead nightlife planet so i uh i agree well, i do though. agree with you there about it. mike how about you man where do you uh where, where do you hold beast machine season one with beast war season one I hold uh, Beast Wars higher than Machine War- Beast Machines because Machine oh, Wars. The story- yeah, well, <laughs> everyone does. <laughs> Who is better than all of them? I um, I like uh, Beast Wars. They have better stories. I thought more action, more comic relief. You know, just I just thought it was all around better, better story than. I mean, y'all pretty much nailed a lot of it on. The head was like, you know, it was always dark. It was, you know, some of the stuff they did, you know, when I was younger, it didn't mean a whole lot. But now that I'm older and I watch it again, it's kind of like, you know, that was kind of corny. You know, you know, I just didn't. I mean, it was okay to watch. But I mean, as far as like, I would, I could sit here now and watch Beast Wars, you know, three to one over a, a, a Beast a Beast Machines. I think I would agree with that. Like just from my personal standpoint on, on just how much I love beast wars over beast machines, despite really liking beast machines. Uh, I, I think that would probably be universal, you know, the, the, was there you know, beast wars was like, even when you went 
throughout the whole all the seasons they got better and better as they went along and mm -hmm. when you find out the more of the history of what they were going towards story-wise i thought the whole story throughout all the seasons was amazing and we maybe didn't get to see a whole lot of that with uh beast machines because they kind of killed it early in my opinion you know they there's no time where they could have gone it just you know trans tech watch last week stasis lock <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like i i agree with you mike like i think that like even with the, like the big reformatting i feel like they could have told more stories after that because it's like and especially like with our adult brains now like you know, everyone just doesn't come back online and then everyone lives happily ever after with no government, no laws, no rules, no anything. Because, I mean, you got to think there's uh, Predacons and Maximals alike coming back online, maybe even former Autobot and Decepticons coming back. Uh, so, like, I, I'm pretty sure, like, living in harmony in this perfect balance of a world probably isn't how that universe ends, you know? I always thought it was funny was the. Uh at the end of uh, Beast Machines where they would show all the uh, the Transformers returning. They're all doing that jumping and everything. <laughs> the animation on that sucked balls so bad. It was pretty bad. We'll it get to horrible. it when we get to it. We'll have to, dude, we'll have to make a, a gif out of it. Um, <laughs> just, just, just poor, poor jumping. It'd be like put it, a, put it to... Uh, I was going to say, you put that gift to uh, to Africa by Toto? <laughs> jumping. I think that I think that would be pretty damn funny. So, was there anything you liked at all about Beast Machines, Mike? I mean, some of the story, the episodes were were good. I mean, I, I like the. See, I'm more not like a history, well, particularly but, particularly. Let me let me back it up. Season, season one, one. Was there anything you liked in season one? Yeah, I liked what they did as far as the. Uh, the uh, the Viacon uh, characters where they made them bring it, you know, taking the sparks out and put them in different characters, make them new characters. I always like stuff like that, you know, when it has a somewhat of a little bit of a history behind it. I thought yeah. that was interesting, you know, making uh, Rhinox in the tank where I thought that was, I mean, that was one of the better points of the whole first season, in my opinion. I mean, I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, you know, when you look back on something like that, that's, that's interesting. That brought me into it. You know, like Brett said, going back to the old beast, I thought was kind of lame in a, in a way. I thought they could have done something totally different, in my opinion. I think they should have kept the, uh, the the modes they had when they came to Cybertron, in my opinion. I didn't like that they uh, did away with what, you know, some of them had just gotten. Exactly. You know, I, they, but, I love but the Transmetal 2 designs. But then they wouldn't be able to sell more toys. <laughs> That's the only reason. That Exactly. It's still a a, a toy-based show. Yeah. So then yeah, they, have to, uh, they know, have to kind of slam into the reasons why, even if they don't make sense, just to sell toys. And don't say, get me wrong. That, that, that I, started from G1 on up. I get yeah. that. Saying that I loved uh, the Transmetal 2 designs doesn't mean that I hated the techno organic designs real quick i want to kind of run through a couple things in the chat uh jed vargo joined us what's up dude also machine core 500 but jed said is it just me or does brett look like a henchman from an episode of an 80s tv show of any 80s tv show <laughs> chips he said it's, it's the beard <laughs> it is brett this it's is my beard. evil, evil version it's my evil version <laughs> i get to keep this Nick for a few more weeks 
Nick Brammer earlier said, uh, Botanica, best transformer ever. <laughs> um, TM2DB, I'm only assuming this is Transmetal 2 Dinobot, uh, said, here's the issue. The problem with Beast Machines was the writing. I don't mean the style, I mean the amount of it. Beast Wars had several overarching stories as well as individual character arcs, sub-stories, and standalone episodes. With Beast Machines, there was no variety. It was all the service for the main story arc. There were no standalone episodes or individual story arcs. Um, I kind of disagree with that last little segment there. Like, I will agree more or less with, with the, the, the main two. And I think a lot of it, again, like 13 episode seasons for, for some, sh- I think for like hour long shows, 13 episodes is a ideal amount to get what you need to get out of it. Um, the idea of like, like, like for it being 30 minute episodes, I think like, again, like that's where 26 is much better. And again, we got that in beast Wars season one, which I think ultimately is why it holds up better. And I mean, I think like across the board, Tom, I'll get to you. Uh, I promise. Just again, wanted to catch up on a lot of these, uh, these, uh, these comments. Uh, Kabar said Beast Machines will oh, always good. be second place to Beast Wars for me. I think 98 to 99 was, uh, I was way more into Pokemon and briefly got back uh, when with our idea in the first part of Armada. So mm-hmm. doesn't give him the nostalgia vibes, vibes, vibes. Um, and Nick Bramer said the v- the Viacon reformatted Maximals was interesting. And that is also something that uh, I agree with you on, Mike, is the uh, – the, the way like that he went about making the generals, uh, making two of them their friends, no less. So, uh, but with kind of like that being caught up, I guess. Again, a lot of the issue is just such a short season, such such a short amount of time for like whatever twenty six minutes of animation, twenty four, twenty five, whatever it is. Um, that there, I don't think there was time within the given episode format to have those uh, kind of sub story arc standalone episodes and stuff like that. And like, we see a lot of that got cleaned up in seasons two and three of beast wars. Like, yeah, there was still that kind of standalone episode. And I feel like there was at least one standalone episode uh, and kind of like sub character arc in beast machine season one, notably <clears throat> the episode with rat trap getting the mech suit from Megatron. You know what I mean? I feel like there was some character development there for Rat Trap. Whether it's good or bad, it's up to you. Um, but I still feel like there was something else, maybe not quite main story, but still carrying that main story forward. Uh, is it as polished as Transformers Prime? No, I don't think so. I Definitely, I know so. So, there's that. Uh, Karyudo says Beast Machines had some good ideas, but because they changed the writers from Beast Wars... Uh, so many of the personalities which we'd grown to love had changed. That is also an issue uh, for some people. I particularly, I, I like the way that they changed. Um, but he said Megatron specifically felt like such a different character. With very little context, how he changed from embracing his beast mode to hating it. I kind of, I kind of chalk that up to, you know, he, he thought he was going to be like the end all. Right in the Covenant of Primus, he thought that was going to be him, and it turned out not to be him. So he took literally the greatest loss of his entire life 
uh, and summed it up into that alt mode, and all he wanted to do was be rid of it, and he couldn't be rid of it. I would have hated that shit too, you know. So, <laughs> but Tom, what about you, dude? Where you at on a uh, Beast Machine season one? Uh, kind of comparable to Beast Wars season one. What's what's some ups? What's some downs? Um, I think the two things that hurt Beast Machines the most um, is the lack of certain characters and also like what was touched upon uh the like really dramatic shift in like personality wise of of certain other characters um specifically like i think not having tarantulas really hurt the show um as well as like even just like waspinator is like a kind of low-key secondary character um you know and and even rhinox man just kind of being like what primal sort of became in beast machines like the the soul and the spirit sort of mm-hmm. um of the group and uh even just like not having like dinobot you know what i mean just God, like dude. these sort of key do i ever these sort of key characters right that that really brought a lot of like soul sort of to the show and like i said man like tarantulas like i really think you know, if if given some sort of opportunity, like they, they could have gone a million different ways with that. Right. Or even having a tarantulas like character. Like I feel like Tankor Rhinox kinda uh edged into that that category. Um it's always fun when there's someone trying to uh take over for one of the other leaders. You know, especially in the case of the bad guys, because they're gonna try to do it in bad ways. Um, so another but, thing I want yeah. to uh, oh sorry to cut you off. No. Um, something I wanted to touch upon that um, was brought up earlier was uh, in season one of Beast Wars, uh, Cheetor has a nightmare. I think where he's getting attacked by like uh, I think it was Scorponok and Tarantulas or someone like that. Um, and Cybertron looks like very similar to how it did in Beast Machines. So I kind of like that they sort of. Um, like continuity wise, you know what I mean? It, it was like very dark, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. There was still like that sun there and all that, but yeah, I get you on that. But, um, real quick, Transmetal 2 Dinobot makes a great counterpoint here, uh, saying Gargoyle season one had 13 22 minute episodes. Look how much ground that covered. Um, goes on to say Exo Squad season one, same story. It's possible uh, Skurs contemporaries were doing it, so don't say it isn't possible. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't think I was trying to say it wasn't possible. I just think it's less likely. Like I don't know. I know if if and again, like I don't know all the all the inner workings of you know the television industry. I don't know if they approached them and said, "Hey, we're going to give you twenty episodes." Uh, and but well, no, now we're going to give you 13. Like, I know a lot of times that kind of stuff will happen. They'll have writers plan for X amount of episodes and then decide to shorten the season for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that happened with Beast Machines. It kind of has a feeling like something similar to that could have happened with Beast Machines. It, yeah, because um, yeah, it seems like there was a lot of things they were planning on expanding on, and it seems like it got tied up pretty quick, which yeah. is is indicative of you know hey you thought you had another season or you you don't you got to tie it up quick that happens it does happen a lot so right I, I or like not even, not even 
not even not even like the fear of not having another season, just more or less like, uh, hey, uh, we we didn't get the, the the time slots we wanted on the network, or the network came back and said uh, no, uh, you know, so shorten it up. Like that's like I mean something very similar happened with Beast Wars, albeit not by a significant number of episodes. Um, you know, we we didn't get Dark Glass, and was I think it was Dark Glass. Dark Glass was I think the only serious one we didn't get. Um, there may have been like one or two others that I just can't think of at the time or currently. Um, Jed Vargo says it was pretty common around that time period to flip the story into into a yeah to mix things up for the heroes and stories created more challenges for characters who always came out on top. <clears throat> yeah. I also know the matrix was pretty big around that time. And, uh, I feel like that's what they were more or less trying to go for, <laughs> you know, like it was just, uh, let's do a matrix story. Um, it's almost like an, uh, to go to like comics, um, like an age of apocalypse type of thing. Oh, real quick, TM2 uh, Dinobot says, uh, Girls' Night also didn't happen. Was that supposed to be quote-unquote Bitch Wars, where it was going to be like uh, Black, Arachne, Black Arachne and Air Razor kind of teaming up uh, and, and sort of like making their own little like kind of counterfaction? I didn't know I didn't know if that ever like got anywhere or not. So I'm sorry, Tom. What's up? It's all good. Um like uh it's almost like what they did with like age of apocalypse a couple of years prior with like marvel oh with x-men the x-men the yeah. animated series yeah dude that age of apocalypse no. man like that could have been a season all on its own and it was summed up into like what two episodes um well i, I was more so meaning with like uh the um the comics oh okay which is like how you know like uh the whole world kind of has changed and it's like this dark dystopian future and and like a lot of characters' uh, roles are reversed and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing at the time. Do me, you, and Kabar Kabar. We're we're gonna do X Men podcast. Dope. That's what we're just gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna quit talking about it. I'm just gonna oh. do it. Uh, so, um, more or less, my uh, outlook. Um, Oh, here we go. Dude, we got Nick Brammer. Yeah, Nick Brammer started, started talking <laughs> about comics. Nick Brammer said, uh, if my computer, there we go. Age of Apocalypse, Kingdom Come, Heroes Reborn, etc. Earth X2. So, Nick's going to be on the on the X-Men podcast as well. So, um, <laughs> My thoughts more or less on Beast Machines Season 1 to uh, Beast Wars Season 1. Um more or less, like I do, I feel like I share about two-thirds of Transmetal 2 Dinobots kind of thoughts on it uh, in the comments. Like, I'm trying to think, like, if, if I were to just single out, either, like, 13 episodes of Season 1 of Beast Wars, um, I definitely think it's the stronger season for sure, hands down, no doubt. But, like, if it was all of the first half of Beast Wars, then no. Like, that, that no. Because, like, in my opinion, Beast Wars Season 1 didn't pick up until, like, Episode 10. So you would have had Episode 10, somewhere in that area. So you would have had a bunch of, like, fun standalone stories, but as a complete start-to-finish thing, um, I I don't feel like you would have had it, where I feel like if you picked up at Episode 14 to 26, 
I feel like you get a lot more meat and potatoes there. Like, I feel like someone could start at episode 14, despite, like, personally, I think there's only two episodes you need to skip in Beast Wars altogether. Uh, season one, I should say, uh, and not 13. But I personally liked the character development that we got in Beast Machines. I liked Tankor, um, that kind of being how Rhinox's character evolved. Honestly, I could leave Hacker Man Rat Trap and go back to getting Demolition Spy Guy Rat Trap. That is something I don't like. Uh, I like Cheetor's continued maturity. Um, I felt like it was kind of proper for Primal to be the extremist of the opposite of Megatron's extremity. Um, that said, uh, and Karyudo, I think, had, had brought it up earlier with, with Megatron and uh, his sort of newfound, out-of-nowhere hate for his beast mode that he just couldn't get rid of. Again, like in my opinion, the way I see that, and I guess it's up to interpretation. We never got a full you know, uh, answer or explanation for it. Um, I felt like it was just, it reminded him too much of uh, how much faith he had put in himself to do what he wanted to do, uh, to essentially like cause a, a world um, where the Autobots didn't win, the Predacons would have ruled, et cetera, et cetera. We'd go to find out that would not be the case, um, thanks to the, the Beast Wars Uprising stuff that the club made. But that's, I guess, I think that's another topic for another time. But, um, I don't. I don't know. I, I liked. I liked the way the characters went. Um, and I think that's really all I had to add to it. So, um, something I want to touch uh, upon is uh, what made Beast Wars so good in the first place. With having such a limited number of characters, is what kind of made Beast Machines not as good of a show. By I guess what characters were kind of left. I guess from the previous series or just kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, cause like you didn't have Inferno, you didn't, didn't have quick strike. You didn't have tarantulas. Like you had said earlier, um, you're, you're missing a lot of really cool bad guys and had only a handful of the good guys left. None of them were Dinobot. Which is, uh, which is the real crime here? The real yeah. crime is that Dinobot wasn't in the chains. They, they and they tried to make up for it so much that they made all of the Beast Machines Dinobots like clones from the original Dinobot Spark uh, that that went into like after he died went into the the all Spark Matrix thing whatever they wanted to call it. Um, they tried to make up for it so much they had to make like seven other Dinobots and they still weren't equal to the one true Dinobot with his brown and two-tone brown scales, his perfect blue face, oh, boy. that orange bottom. <laughs> or with his bone white bones and his purpley shiny bits and his red laser eye and his <laughs> he's drooling bony bottom. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, man. I turn him off. <laughs> it uh, well, you know, once you get me going, it's hard I, to make me stop. I I need uh, a minute. Hang on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I I can agree with that too. 
anybody else want to touch on uh touch on this? Going once, going twice, and next topic. So uh Tom you had uh came up with. This is on sale versus full retail. I'll kind of ask each question and we'll go down the panel accordingly. Uh, does getting something on sale cause you to enjoy it more than paying full retail? Brett. Are we just going to do each topic individually? Is that what you said? Or Yeah, yeah each okay. question. Okay. Um, no, doesn't doesn't make me enjoy it more. Just because I got it on sale. If you got it on sale, like it, so it doesn't no. matter essentially getting it full no. price or on sale. Okay. As far as the enjoyment, my okay. my wallet. Mike, like what about you, man? Oh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Do here here to that. Uh, okay, Candace, what about you? Mike is muted. Um, I think it does, but it's probably because, like as Brett said, you're saving money on something you. Otherwise, would have paid more for. But that's always fun. But <laughs> I, th- I think it's a yes for me. I think I do enjoy more. Okay, uh, Tom. What about you? Um, I feel like you feel better about like your purchase overall, sort of. Like obviously, like financially or whatever. Like you feel more almost like justified in a sense, but. At the end of the day, like, um, the true value comes from, like, your enjoyment of said purchase. So, you know, it, it, it's not going to diminish your enjoyment to get something for, like, um, you know, regular, like, full retail price or something like that. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it's always dope to get something on sale and save, like, whatever, 10, 20 bucks, whatever, right? But, um as far as like enjoying something more, I'd say maybe you'd be like more stoked about it like initially, but how often are you going to remember like looking at your shelf? Like, Oh, I got that on sale and saved like five bucks. You know what I mean? Like how, <laughs> yeah. how Can't this shit no more. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, honestly, I can't, I know there's some stuff I haven't paid full price for. And the only thing that I know I haven't, price for uh is the thing that i got recently which i'll kind of explain in in mine um but yeah like i mean i I get you i definitely get you and uh dude like you know um like the whole thing that happened with like me and the the shocker act fiasco and uh you know i i ended up getting that basically for free you know what i mean but like even even if you know, I, I paid what I agreed to pay initially or whatever the case was like, I wouldn't like it any less, you know what I mean? Cause I was ready to, to pay that much for it in the first place. Right. So. True. No, uh, Mike, I heard you come back for a brief moment. Yeah. What was the question? We are on topic. Uh, the question, the question was, uh, does getting something on sale cause you to enjoy it more than paying full retail? No, just the item alone. I think just the item alone. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, just the item alone. I mean, that gives me more enjoyment just getting what I want, you know, versus whether I would pay full price or sale price. Now, now, granted, 
we all know I'm, I'm a big stickler on the uh, the price point for leader classes. I can't stand it. <laughs> I think it's a big pile of garbage. But I mean, I'll pay fifty bucks for it, and then I'll bitch about it on, on later on down the road. And then when it goes on sale, then I'm really going to bitch a bit about it. But I mean, dude, that's 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 that, my thing, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. I want I want that leader Galaxy Prime. But I'm not going to pay over $25 for it. And that's shipped oh, or in person. Like, I'm just – like, to, to me, it just boils down to I won't pick it up. Um, well, and and that, actually, that actually – just a little side note on that. That does bring something up that would you enjoy it? It You know, your, your question is, is do you enjoy it if you got it on sale? Well, some people may not have bought it had it not gone on sale, so they would not have enjoyed it otherwise. So that's True. kind of a catch twenty two, on that. Yeah, I bought. I, I, yeah, I think so. But if it's my my thing is like it's something I probably didn't want or wouldn't have enjoyed greatly anyways if I waited for it to go on sale. Like for me, like I know like that Galaxy Prime, it's just gonna fill a slot on my Supreme Commander shelf, and that's it. Like I'm not gonna really feel any great swell of pride over uh, an updated Cybertron Optimus Prime or any great joy handling it. I just want it, but not that bad, evidently. Fair enough. I, I see what you're going at. I definitely see what you're going at. For me, um, no. Because uh, I, I finally put that Has uh, Hasbro Pulse, whatever it was, $5 off uh, coupon that they gave us for doing the survey earlier this year. I'd finally put it to good use ordering Spinister. So instead of $22, I paid whatever, 15 or 16, whatever it was. Um, that said, like, I don't feel like I enjoy this Spinister any more than say the impactor that I paid 20 bucks for, or the Springer that I paid whatever it costs for Mike for. Um, uh, because I mean that, and I think that just that just boils down at the end of the day. Like, I don't even remember what I paid you for, how much I paid you for those, Mike. I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, yeah. Um, but that said, I I enjoyed those two figures greatly. Just going, you know, based on recent ish purchases, um, I would still pick up that Impactor and that Springer before I would pick up the Spinister. I picked up the Spinister. To, to fill a hole in my collection. Like, despite, like, I dig it, but I don't dig it any more or less than had I not gotten it, quote-unquote, on sale or on a discount. So, for me, that's that's going to be a no. I want to kind of backpedal us a bit. Transmetal 2 Dinobot in the chat has been uh, doing the Lord's work for us. Uh, so, they said they were looking up some BotCon 02 notes there. I don't... I don't know what BotCon 02 notes uh, that would be, but um, anyways, they said Tigerhawk was supposed to be in Beast Machines, but Furman killed him off in the last minute of Beast Wars, mainly because Hasbro could not make up their minds, which is funny. And I feel like Furman kind of, I don't know if it was Furman or Glenn that wrote uh, Primeval Dawn Part 1. I know Furman wrote Part 2 and Part 3, I think, but I don't know who wrote Part 1, but kind of bringing back Tigatron Nairazor there. Um says let's see where was i at okay also says uh hasbro and mainframe worked together on beast machines they had a lot of ideas down before scare came along or came on board it apparently was a name i can't pronounce idea 
um, to return to a devastated Cybertron. Um, which, again, I think is interesting. I do remember reading that supposedly the alleged Season 4 of Beast Wars was going to have them still leaving Earth, but kind of hopping around solar systems or planets or whatever after Megatron breaks loose and finds a gang of Predacons or, or something or another. So, um, and then also, uh, this is in response, like, apparently Bob Forward answering the question, quote, what did you think of Beast Machines, end quote. And he said, uh, honestly, uh, I, I, uh, Beast Machines, which is also hilarious. Um, Sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, I don't, he didn't have, like, much of a, a stake in it, but I think if memory serves me right, and it probably doesn't, is that uh, I think they were going to try to get Bob and or Larry back for trans tech to try to get things back on track. I don't know. Um, unfortunately, none of us will know. Um, Machine Core 500 says, I only got Licky and Macy's to find in Lucky. I'm pretty sure that meant to be Lucky. <laughs> uh, says, I only got Lucky and Macy's to find the clearance for $1 for a, a premier edition Dinobot slash oh, I was going to say, what are you doing l- getting liquor at a, or, or Licky and Macy's for? Yeah. So, um, Kabar, uh, I think this is in response to you, Mike. He says leaders. You mean Voyagers? Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. That's funny. He's your right. Uh, and then finally, uh, what's up, Mike? I said, he's your right. Yeah. Vo- Voyagers with some sweet accessories. Two Dinobot says Transtech, originally conceived as a "quote unquote" slow drift back to vehicles, uh, was scrapped after eight months of development and two prototypes that I would sell a kidney for. <laughs> but back, uh, back at it. If you paid full retail, does it bother you seeing it readily available on sale, Brett? Mm. Like especially if it was like recent, because like I know with Impactor and Springer, I very recently paid. Um, I'm assuming full retail uh, for those, and those went on sale Black Friday, or I think like even before that on Amazon. Um. All right, say it again. The question again. The question is: You want me to use it in a sentence? <laughs> Can you use it in a dirty <laughs> sentence? <laughs> I can do that. Uh, <laughs> does getting something dirty on sale cause you to enjoy it more than paying full retail, Daddy? Okay, good. <laughs> um, oh, um, I'm gonna say, does it? Uh, enjoy, do I enjoy it more? No. Does it kind of hurt my ego a little bit because I try and pride myself on getting the best deal? Yes. Okay, so you, so 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 it it, it kind of so it bothers you. It would a little. I mean, I'm does, not that, does lie. it cause you to enjoy it less? Does that cause you to enjoy it less? Though I, I don't think so, but it would it would bug me, it, not not tremendously. But I'm not going to say that I see it and go, oh yeah, whatever. I I would be you know, and anyone would. Man, if I had waited, I would have got it cheaper. Or if I had shopped here, I would have got it cheaper. But then that, that just goes all the way back around to what I just said before about saving money. So I think it goes hand in hand. Do I enjoy it any less? No. But I still would like to have more money in my pocket. 
gotcha. If that makes sense. Mike, what about oh. – yeah, I, I, I mean, I could feel you there. Like, I, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't, I don't ever see anything, like, deep-cut discount like that, you know? Like, it's it's always 5 or $6 off. Like, even – or even yeah, like, I mean, see, I guess, like, the, yeah, see, the way to look at it, like, the Ollie's thing. Yeah. Yeah, but then, then there's, like, the Ollie's thing where, like, everyone who paid, whatever, $50, $60 for Titans Return uh, Overlord um, – could have just waited and got it for 20 bucks at Ollie's. So, okay, that's like 50% off. More than. So, I could kind of I think I kind of see that. Maybe. I don't know. Mike, uh, what about you, man? If you paid full retail, does it bother you seeing it readily available on sale? Yeah, it does, but it doesn't take away the the joy of already having it, I guess, maybe. Is the answer I'm going with. I mean, yeah, it, it is a little it is a little irritating, you know. You know, when it's kind of like a Tripicon, you know, people went out and pay, you know, full retail for those and and that thing tanked big time in the price. You know, I know yeah. I'd be mad if I bought, you know, one at hundred and fifty dollars or whatever it was, and next thing you know, a year and a half later it's fifty bucks at Ollie's. Mm-hmm. Dude, the Titan class stuff has always been just like the. Ugh. Well, you know the one thing that has that tanked in price is Predaking. Yeah, because it's awesome. <laughs> it's not awesome. Like, it is I, awesome. Uh, hard disagree there. Oh, I love Predaking. Love it. I think it's a good Predaking, but I think it's a terrible set of Predacons. Uh, no, I just no, no, definitely combined. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Chris Barnes uh, says something that really hit me right in the soul because it happens to me all the time. Uh, Chris Barnes says I always pay full retail and then it goes directly on sale, dude. That's that's it. Like I know if I if I if I bought that Galaxy Upgrade Prime at full price, at like Amazon, but for like twenty five dollars, like Boxing Day or whatever they call that weird day. And Kabar said Alpha Flight was forty bucks off two weeks ago after I paid full retail. And yes, it did tick me off a bit, but there's nothing you can do about it. And at the end of the day, you're right. It's really going to come down to people, you know, how impatient are they? In some, in some aspects, you know, it's kind of like, are you willing to pay? It's kind of like I take Josh, for example. He was impatient. He wanted that Emma Frost from a Walgreens. He paid double for it, and then, like, the day he paid for it, like an hour or two later, or ever how long it was, I'm like, hey, you still need this? And he was like, no, I just fucking paid 40 bucks for it. You know, but Ooh. it's, it's kind of like, how impatient are you, me? Are you willing to play the weight game and, and get it for a cheaper price? Me, personally, I'm, I'm impatient. I got to have my head. I'm 41 years old. And I don't want to wait. <laughs> if I hear it's out on the shelf somewhere, you bet your bottom dollar my fat ass is limping down an aisle looking for shit. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Mike. That's something I do kind of want to touch on real fast. Like uh, the and a perfect example right now is the Takaratomi Legends uh, Generation Selects, whatever they're calling it, Star Convoy. Like I missed out on the pre-order window at Hasbro Pulse, thinking, okay. They'll keep it up until they get it in or, the, you know, whatever. And there was a pre-order period end and apparently like it's, it's, it's sold out. It's gone. There's, there's like, they didn't even get anything left over. Cause I've been checking pulse daily to see they keep, they keep the listing up, but it hasn't come back in stock yet. And it would have been like 80 bucks there. 
versus I go essentially I order it off of eBay from someone overseas, which I'm fine with, despite the waiting aspect, and, and it's going to cost me ninety bucks. Or I order it from one of these slow mo ass U.S. retail sites that'll take six <laughs> days just to ship it, and it'll oh. come by fucking snail, uh, you know, and and I, and I pay a hundred dollars that way or or whatever it is. And that's not even a jab at Big Bad Toy Store because I get stuff pretty quick from them, even with the cheap four dollars shipping. Like, yeah, you know, what do you expect? It's four dollars shipping, but like they they don't even have it listed for some super strange reason. And I don't think Agabus got any because I know if Agabus got stuff, it's just like okay, I can just add it to my pile and uh, you know, th- there's that. But like now, I'm pretty much like like, do I wait? And here's my deal: do I wait and it just everywhere goes out of stock and it just goes up in price, or do I wait and pick one up used and hope they didn't apply the stickers because that's a joy that I take in toys that come with stickers for you to apply. Um. And maybe it's a little lower. Maybe it's still right at 80. I don't know. Uh, or, you know, like, like, what do I do? Like, at this point, probably in the next paycheck or two, it's going to get bought from somewhere. Um, but, but yeah. So, like, like, like I feel that. Like, I, I don't, I don't like, like, I, I get it. I get the whole patient saves pockets thing, but I'm just not about it because I'd rather not risk. I, sat out on uh, things a time too many and it has costed me dearly in the end so uh, real quick uh, Transmetal 2 Dinobot I've had the comment highlighted for a minute Figma Overwatch Widowmaker paid 85 plus shipping and handling and five months later got a second one from GameStop for five dollars Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. that I think kills any story <laughs> um or you could just divide oh, it up and said, say you got two of them for forty-five bucks each. See, yeah, you, you <laughs> could kind of um, fool yourself. Not the same. Not the same. Kabar yeah. said he picked up a Beast Wars Neo Bazooka, which is probably one of the more expensive, smaller Neo figures, uh, for eighty bucks. And then a week later, someone had it for thirty. Like it. That's the thing. Like my my Beast Wars Second Scissor Boy. Arguably the hardest Beast Wars second toy to find. Fight me. Um, I paid. Somebody had it in a in a in a a lot auction listing, and I hit them up a couple of times after that lot didn't sell. I said, "Will you just sell me the Scissor Boy?" And they said, "No, no, no." Finally, they listed it. They listed it at a hundred dollars, and I was like, "Oh, you prick asshole!" Mm. <laughs> but it had the best offer. So I shot a best offer of 60 bucks. It was the last one I needed. Last Beast Wars second toy I needed to complete the the whole cast, the line, whatever. And they 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 took the $60 offer. Fast forward maybe 2 months later, BotCon 2016, I walk into Brett's room. What does he have? Scissor Boy, 20 bucks. Oh. 20 bucks. Do you know what the difference between Scissor Boy and Power Pinch is? A rub sign. A rub sign. I paid <laughs> I paid $45 more or $35 more for a rub sign. How'd that rub work out for you? Uh, it rubbed as well as a tug would, so. <laughs> didn't you wind up buying the one for me, too? No, I didn't. I, I told whoever. I, I, there was someone in there that was eyeballing it, and I ended up upselling it for you. There you go. Um, I knew you were involved in there somewhere. So. Yeah, I usually am when it comes to uh, deals in your hotel room. 
That's right. But not 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 those kind of deals, not toy deals. Yeah, that's yeah, what we were talking right. about, right? Yeah. Speaking of what we were talking about, Tom, if you paid full retail, does it bother you seeing it readily available on sale? Um, so I've got to leave on this note, but uh, I'm going to leave on a good one and say uh, in Canada, we have a saying for this exact situation. And that saying is, uh, way she fucking goes, boys. <laughs> I love it. Dude, I love Canadian slang. I'm, I'm bummed. I'm only, I've only got like three more episodes of Letterkenny to watch. And just like, no more W's, boys. No more. Was, is it Snipes? Is that another one? Snipes, you know boys. what? I've, I've never seen a single episode of that show. <laughs> oh, I need to watch it. It's, it's good. It's good fun. I probably live it every day, man. You, I mean, you probably do. So, but Tom, thanks for joining, uh, jumping on, dude. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Carito says Always you can blame us for the beast for the beast. Oh, yeah. Take it easy, man. Uh, hey, Carito says good one, guys. you can. Blame us for your Beast Wars second and Beast Wars Neo addiction, and that's true. Like to be fair, I think I completed Neo way before I completed second. But when they started working on Beast Wars second, like I prioritized everything, um, and Scissor Boy was the last thing. And I think uh, Caryuto had dropped it before I was able to get Scissor Boy, and I was just like, "Oh shit, I'm never gonna find one now." But uh, it usually happens, man. Caryuto put something out, and next thing you know, the Collectability of this niche Japanese thing goes up. So, Candace, do you remember what the question was? Yes. Awesome. And yes. <laughs> it bothers you? Yes, yes, it pisses me off. No, I sit there, I often sit there, and it'll be like the scene out of a Christmas story where he uses his decoder and it says, Be sure to drink your oval tea. And he says, Son of a bitch. That's pretty much how it always goes in my head when I see something I paid so much for and it's on sale. You know, but like a statue. Like said, what can you do? Oh man, like I don't like, even I don't even want to get into to the hypotheticals, but it's like, what if like like I don't know who carries these statues. I don't know the market of statues, but like I know that statue cost a pretty penny. But if someone like you know just oh we found some back stock here it is like twenty percent off. Dude, I found that one used. I bought it used. It's in pristine condition, though, and it's probably the best price I would ever find anywhere. So I just I went for it. Okay. Well, I mean, like that—that's fair. Like, like, I know, I know you bought it used, but like, what if one popped up cheaper, like significantly cheaper, like twenty percent cheaper? That would kind of bother me, but I've already got it, so. Eh. Gotcha. Just so just it, 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 wouldn't, it, it wouldn't affect your enjoyment. Oh no no no! I'm. I feel like I'm pretty pretty much on par with rolling with it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It would suck, but eh, I wasn't gonna yeah, wait. Yeah. So cause it, uh, unlikely it would happen again. So I don't know. I, just, Let me, I, I was uh, impatient, like Mike. I was impatient, and I just go for it sometimes. Let me let me take y'all on a little story then to answer this question. Story time. And Once it's upon a time. it's hard to uh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> so whenever I got my my G two breakdown with the cut corner, the way the way it popped up was it was in a group that I wasn't in, and my buddy Matt 
sent me a sent me a message. He said, uh, "Dude, this guy's got this this." He was trying to get some prototypes off the guy. Apparently, the guy just his story was his he, he was friends with his ex wife, and it was her husband worked for Hasbro Kenner at some point, and he had these these G two prototypes, and he also had these two G two or he had he had three carded ones all together. He had a G2 breakdown with a cut corner, and he had one that was on a good card. It was a little wavy, but it was still good. Nothing cut on it or anything. And he had a G2 Wild Rider uh, that was on a good card as well. So he asked for some some advice in this Transformers group uh, on what they should go for, what they should sell for, blah, blah, blah. So Matt was talking to the guy, and I was like, well... You know, see if he'll do this for the cut card, the, the the cut corner one. I wanted the cut corner one because I what you know I was going to open it anyways. Uh, so I think he originally wanted like seven for it, and I was like, see if that dude will do like four fifty. Like my mentality at the time was, dude, fuck you. It's got a cut corner on it, um, and needless to say, he was like, I'll do six. Me thinking that the only other one he had was the one with the the good card on it, I said, fine, I'll agree to six. So then a little bit of time passes. I get the shipping notification for mine, and then I see he lists the one with the good card on eBay. The Wild Rider sold for like two grand, I think, two or three. I don't don't know. I didn't follow the Wild Rider. Uh, But the breakdown only sold for 650. Now, I paid... Uh, when this dude shipped it out, uh, he said he was going to ship UPS. I said, could you not? And uh, he was just like, well, UPS is kind of the only option. I was like, no, it's not. There, we have a, a, like, a whole countrywide postal service that works <laughs> way better for like one-fifth of the cost. Um, and he was like, no, it's, it's either UPS or I sell it to somebody else. And like, it was a New England Patriots fan. And – Typical fucking Pats fan, man. I tell you, I know a couple of good Pats fans, but that's some real Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, ball sucking bullshit. If I ever, if I ever heard it and had it happen to me, he said, no, it's going to be UPS or bust. So I said, okay, I paid $50 UPS for it to get here in three days. And like, I was just like, send it slow. He was like, well, I can't insure it slow. I was like, do like honestly i was about to be like just don't fucking insure it but um like again that wasn't my option hand was behind my back it was the only other one he had so anyways his other one sells for 650 dollars auction and the shipping was like eight bucks usps on the listing if i ever if i ever if i ever dude i would i would not squeeze i would not stop squeezing that guy's throat like i just wouldn't (laughs) real piece of work so a little bit of time i got it i'm happy with it like i think that's ultimately like where i'm at because just a few months prior to that i saw one at tfcon but the seller wanted like 800 for it and Mm. i was like absolutely not it doesn't have the botcon sticker on it there's no way it's worth that kind of cash so anyways that said i later find out about three weeks after that the dude had like Eight or nine more with cut corners. Probably more. But it was a significant amount more with cut corners. And an online retailer, and I'm not going to throw them under the bus because I I do shop there. And 
they typically are a really good spot to get used Transformer stuff online. But they don't sponsor the show, so I'm not going to shout them out either. Uh, ended up coming in and swooping them up, and and he's got all of them. Uh, and I may or may not know about what he paid for them, but uh, for how many that were there in the various conditions, we both got ripped off, even though he bought a lot of them. Um, so with that story said, though, Am I bummed out? Yes, but it's not it's not because of what I paid. I'm bummed because I should have inquired if there were more. And I feel like if I would have made the better argument of you have 10 of these, uh I probably could have got it for a lower price. And that's the uh It's always with some expensive shit with me, dude. Like nothing I buy cheap has a good story. You know, it sucks. But what are you going to do, right? What are you going to do? Uh, Lego Nardo one space one says I pre-ordered siege Lancer for 30 bucks. The next day it, it, it arrived $10. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. Um, so, all right. Final question on this topic. If you got it on sale, do you feel obligated to mock those that paid full retail? <laughs> Brett. No, not at all. I've not never, not even a little? I've never done that. Not even a not even a smidge? Nope. 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 Not even just uh Think about it. As okay. someone that sells the toys, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Think about it. I'm okay with that. Because it's usually not me. So that's fair. Uh, Candace, what about you? Do you feel yeah. obligated? Like, like even like, I, and, and to say mock, like, is it one of those deals where it's like, uh, like, I feel like the, the premise of this question was how obligated do you feel? Like when someone says like, yeah, just pick this up from Walmart or wherever uh, to just kind of like, just kind of slide in there and be like, Oh yeah, I got mine for $10 cheaper. Uh, oh, so you're <laughs> saying, do you feel obligated to punk someone out? No. Because <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> it is a little bit. No, that's definitely what it is. To be fair, it, it, it is. I mean, it, it really is. <laughs> Rookie Teller says, "I have a no. few friends that do that, bro. You need to you need to expand that friendship circle, my guy. Like that's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, I mean, if it's if it's in good fun, I, I'll like." I'll do that shit sometimes. Well, I mean, no, I, but like, I won't do it online. Like I won't do it to strangers. No, I know? don't know. The, the way you made that out is like, you were being like serious about it. I mean, as, as far as, you know, messing with someone or whatever, of course, you know, why not? That's different. But I mean, to literally like, you know, I, I look at it like someone gets on Facebook and says, you know, and I keep using this cause it's right here, but look at my new toy that I just got, man. I, and I only paid 20 bucks for this. And then you got to go, I got mine for five. You paid way too much. Blah, 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 blah. That's that's the type of crap I thought you were talking about. I mean, that, well, that's, I mean, that's kind like, of a jerk like, move. To, to, on parade. To, to be, fair, to be yeah. fair, I'm talking about both. Like, I'm talking about both. Like, you know, and, and, and again, I do feel like it's different when it's your friends, right? Like, you can. Absolutely. You know, even, even if it's just, like, being cheeky about it or, or whatever, opposed to, like, a complete stranger. You know, like, I, I would never do that to a complete stranger. 
Like I would, if someone, if someone's wondering about like what people paid for an item in general <laughs> that I have done, like, cause someone, you know, cause like a, a lot of this has kind of happened with, uh, like, like recently with these, these botcon beast wars toys going up in price. Like what did you pay for antagony? Right. Uh, right and then right, it's like right. the, the person ahead of me is just like, well, I paid $1,200 on eBay last week. And I'm like, Oh, I paid half that three years ago or six years ago, however many years ago, five or six years ago. And then someone after, you know, after me would say, well, I paid 200, uh, four years ago, you know, somewhere in the middle, uh, that I would do, but I don't think I would, uh, I don't think I would directly comment to the guy that was just like, yeah, just pay 12. Like you stupid prick, you paid <laughs> like I would Here's- Here's the difference, though. When you unless said I knew, you, unless I knew the stupid prick, you, you know? said that you that you wouldn't do this to a total stranger. And I'm sitting to myself, and the first thing that came to my mind is, is you're the type of person that if you saw someone with a big old snot hanging from their nose, that you wouldn't tell them. But if it was your friend, you would punk them out, and you wouldn't tell them, but you'd punk everyone and show them. That's the type Look, of person it, you are. If it, if it was if it was a stranger, if it was a stranger, I'd be like, yo. Uh, Right. But but if it's your buddy, you you'd be like, I ain't telling him, and I'm just gonna let him go with it. See, that's that's if it was if it was if it was any of y'all, if it was any of y'all in this room, all of y'all, everybody in the states is like group chat, and I noticed you had a big old snot rocket hanging there, just catching a breeze. Oh yeah, look, I wouldn't I wouldn't not only not say anything, I would wait until we were around the biggest group of people. So I would go. You got that big ass hanging off of your nose. Get it out of there. <laughs> exactly. That's what I figured. That's that is what I figured. <laughs> but we're all friends. We're but all then friends. again, okay. the other thing is, is I would expect nothing less. So, exactly. That's true. <laughs> I mean, dude, I once I once let a buddy of mine. He went to the he went to the bathroom. We used to go. Uh, me and my friends we used to go eat at Chinese buffet, and what we would do is we would we would poop and we would take a nap, and like not at the same time, like obviously at different oh, times. And then we we go back, we go back, right? And, Separate locations, we'd go too, back right? And, we'd go back and tear down that Chinese buffet. I'm not going to answer that question, Brett. We'd go back and tear down that Chinese buffet, and uh, a buddy of mine, man, he, he came back from the bathroom. He was walking around with toilet paper stuck to his shoe. Oh, you got to let and, that go. Uh, I, I I waited I waited to fall off, and so he came back, and I, I just I kept it cool. And he got up, and I got up because we were going for like round six or seven at that point. That's what happens when you're like seventeen years old and broke, is you you uh you put Chinese all you can eat buffets out of business, um, and that's that's exactly what we did. That was my favorite Chinese buffet, and they are no longer open. Hey, Mike. I got the flashback of uh, don't you dare bring it up a certain buddy that I know that was in an elevator. Do you, have to, you don't remember that? Trying to think of which story. This is I want to know first. what Mike didn't want you to bring up now. No, nah, he knows exactly <laughs> which story I, I'm talking about. No, I'm, I'm nah, talking about the uh, a buddy of mine that got in the elevator and kind of passed a little windage and got out and everyone went inside and I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was you that just, it wasn't me. oh my god, the door elevator just shut. 
It wasn't oh, me. About, it was Dakota, wasn't it? Uh-uh. Nope. It couldn't have been me. I don't, uh-uh. I don't shit my pants in elevators. No, no I didn't shit my pants. It wasn't me. The worst thing was we, Dude. Get out, <laughs> we get out. I didn't know he did it until I turned over and he's laughing. And I'm like, oh, man. And all you hear is Susan Torres like, who the heck? Boom. And I'm like, oh, yeah. The, the thing is, man, like I was recording it too. Like as they were going in, poor yes. Dalton. Like yes, he was in that. there just waiting. He's like, "You guys coming? I'm gonna hold the door open." And I was just like, Wah! "Just let it go, <laughs> dude." I I dropped at least six pounds of dead shrimp right there, man. And, um, fucking <laughs> Jamie's face, dude. It just he just he yeah. wrinkled all up, man. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, heard it was I know they heard that at least three stories down too. Like that's not a lie. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> closed in on everyone. How'd y'all? How'd y'all like that ride? <laughs> Left y'all with a little tasty snack. <laughs> you know what you're always saying is that we have more stories about farting. Oh than yeah, we about toys. <laughs> so many just, say, like, just to finish my story real quick, my friend, like we were, we were both at the buffet, and it was when lunchtime was starting to pick up, and I was like, "Bro, you got doo doo on your feet," and just like everyone looked at him, and toilet paper there, toilet paper may or may not had a little dookie on it. It was, uh, <laughs> it was good times. Oh my god! But uh, so Candace, uh, you don't you don't feel obligated to uh. God, we're still to, talking. No. We're back to that. To somebody. <laughs> not, no, <laughs> Even no, if it's not, a friend? Not the 40 aspect. <laughs> no. Just, no, I don't, I don't think I ever do that. Or I don't mean remember, to. Uh, no. Well, I mean, I mean, like, not like not. both, like, not maliciously, but also, like, even even with friends, even just uh, um, me hauling around. Actually, I don't really have friends except you guys to talk about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> As sad as that sounds, except for maybe my brother, but he doesn't really buy the stuff anymore. So, you know, well now, now you can uh, now you can make all of us in the states (laughs) chat feel inadequate on like good deals. You know, (sighs) just gotta wait for the opportunity to strike. Oh, I see. I think you guys find the best deals, and then I just swoop in and get them if I can. I don't tell anyone. That's fair. I was posting a bunch the <laughs> other day from eBay. Like it was just random eBay search, and I was like, "All right, who wants this, 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 and this?" Rookie Teller says, "I do that sometimes too." Yeah, every every okay. once in a while, I kind of get a a little silly and just start looking up stuff. Yeah, and then you're like, um, you know, this is such a good deal. I gotta I gotta pass that on. Yeah, yeah. I actually nice. found something. I like that. Thank you. I found something that I did not share in the group chat because I'm hanging on to it for myself. Uh, something I haven't seen before. So I don't know if anyone else has or hasn't seen it before, but I promise you I'm being selfish with it. Um, Rookie Teller says, I kind of feel bad uh, for people who buy something overpriced when I got it cheap. Like Thunder Mayhem, got him for 500 with Impactor and Blue Blue Streak. Uh, when now he's up for uh, 650 to 1000 I want to check that listing and see if it went up to 1000 since we just said $1,000. Um, honestly, man, like... As far as like the late tax thing goes, I've had to pay the late tax on several things. I don't feel super bad about it. Like as being that person that had to pay the late tax. Um like that's just it just comes with the territory and so typically I'm not too sympathetic over that. Like again, um the 
the botcon antagony is a great story uh, it's like well i'm i paid higher than some others some others paid a, a lesser late tax than i did but somebody just paid the greatest late tax of all <laughs> um and it, it just it just comes with it you know what i mean Nick Bramer says, I may have shit my pants in the elevator once, but I wouldn't have remembered it. I, Hashtag I was, laugh, I was laughing at that. I was laughing. Yeah. I'm Dude, like, Nick Bramer. Nick Bramer's wild at them cons. He's so wild. It's like, fair enough. So, yeah, Kabar said late tax. It is what it is. Some of the stuff is 20, 30 years old at this point. Uh, Mike, what about you, man? If you got it on sale, do you feel obligated uh, to either uh, spitefully or playfully uh, mock those that paid for retail. I have and will continue to mock people who pay more than I and rub it in. Uh, I have done that on more than one occasion to our friend Jim, which I oh, take yeah. pride in doing that too. So, yeah. It's like, only oh, because he gets mad at it. Oh, he does. Oh, my God. He gets so fucking mad. Visibly angry. Visibly <laughs> angry. Oh, more angry than oh, yeah. I do. And yeah. I would literally like, oh, well, I got it for this price. Where'd you get it over that price? And you tell him, well, I pay- that's just fucked up. Man, I can't believe I paid this goddamn much money for this shit. And it's, it's like you do it to irritate just to no, get the pleasure. No, Mike, you just go. You go. Dude, you can click. I know, right? Put the phone, just put the phone down, walk away, write a ticket, go do some work, come back, motherfucker still fishing the same damn thing. Five, ten oh, minutes later. The, the thing is, like, he's he's telling the absolute whole perfect truth. Like, it is. So it's not a lie. Exactly it is it. not a lie. I'm but pretty yeah, sure. Been, I've been... No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, whenever I ran the route job, dude, I know like th- there was one day that was like a, a three-hour drive to the hotel that I was staying at because it was an overnight route. I know he he called me like 30 minutes prior to my last stop, and I was on the phone with him until I got to the hotel. And I didn't, dude, I, I got like few words in edgewise, very few. <laughs> you know, remember on the way to RoboCon, you call, I, I was sitting there, and you're, you're like, is that June? I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I watch Mike, like I, I look over and I see Mike's face and it's just dead. It's just a dead, uninterested face. Here's, and like, I see he just kind of like, he just kind of like takes the phone and just holds it out for, for a minute. No, this, and, this is, this is Mike on the phone. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So I look over so and I, I whispered, I whispered, I was like, is that yep. Jim? And he said, he just started laughing. Uh-huh. And, Jim, and Jim stopped and said, What's so funny? Yeah. <laughs> you got busted. That's what happened. Oh, yeah, Mike, dude, Mike played off. He was like, No, no, we're driving. We just saw something. We saw something funny on the drive. <laughs> I, I really, I'll be honest with you. I'm really surprised he hasn't called me yet because here's where here. I'm telling you a quick story, real quick. It's totally off subject. But anyways, Last year for Christmas, I asked everybody for their uh, their addresses, and I sent them uh, glitter bomb Christmas cards. Oh, and, me, you didn't get me. <laughs> I didn't get him. Anyways, I, I get, he didn't. But I get yeah. a Christmas card last year from Jim. After the fact, I already knew what he did. There was glitter on the outside of the envelope, so I opened it up outside. <laughs> now, granted, this true story. Swear to God, 
about this just happened the other day. I get a Christmas card in the mail the other day, or yesterday, I think it was, or day for yesterday. It's from Jim. As soon as I pick, we're in the car, Sarah pulls the mail out of the mailbox, hands it to me. I see it. I shake it. I hear the glitter in there. Bullshit <laughs> you not. I come in the house. I sit it on my desk downstairs. Five, ten minutes later, I'm up in the living room watching TV. All I hear was, motherfucker. <laughs> Sarah's sitting down here. She opens it up. Gets glitter all over us. <laughs> and I said, why did you open it? I said it had fucking glitter on She goes, it was a Christmas card, so I wanted to see what it said. I said, I got you, motherfucker, full of glitter. <laughs> I could just imagine Sarah just like, motherfucker, just so upset. I mean, you know where my room is downstairs and where the living room is. I heard it plain as day, clear as whistle. Motherfucker. I was like, oh, oh shit. I was like, what did she find? And then I get down there, and that's what oh. it was, and I died laughing. God I was like, why did you open it? I told you, hey, I shook it in the car. It had glitter in it. The the best the best thing that I ever uh I guess like prank gift I ever did for anybody was the, I think it was the one year that Stasis Lock did Christmas. And we all got random like draw names out of a hat. I got Tyler. So <clears throat> the plan was get Tyler something like he actually wanted, but also get Tyler some gag shit. So there's uh there's a company that uh will make uh, chewable gummy candy dicks, and <laughs> it's it's called it's it's just I think I think you just search for like bag of dicks or box of dicks dot com or whatever. <laughs> and what he wanted, like what he really wanted, uh, Chris bricks on the dollar, former host, he he had. So I told Chris I was going to mail him a bag of dicks, but that it was for Tyler. <laughs> so you know he would package it all up, ship it off, and and that would be that. On the customs form, he had to write what was in there. So it was toys, line two, bag of dicks. <laughs> Tyler didn't catch it. So Tyler said oh it like gosh. label facing under his tree, waited till Christmas to open it. No, Dude, he had he family and friends walking by the Christmas tree, just like bag of dicks, eh? <laughs> oh my God. That that's hilarious. That I think was was the probably my best gag gift work. <laughs> that's a, hilarious. A close second, I think a close second is a buddy of mine's in the Air Force. He said, "Y'all send so, y'all send me some stuff, um, you know, to, to like a group of friends that we all know locally." So I sent him a uh, Dirk Dakota poster, uh, which is my face photoshopped into Dinobot Dirk Dinobot's helmet. If you don't know uh, Dirk Dinobot. <laughs> Uh, if you're if you're 18 or older, Google Dirk Dinobot. Um, not for kids, but Google Dirk Dinobot. Anyways, I photoshopped my face into that. I I just I gave him away as like gag gifts to friends and shit like that. Uh, but again, he's active military in another country. Oh god! Oh my god! So I uh, I, I signed it and I said, uh, Danny, he, he's huge. I said, Dear Justin, stay swole, babe, XOXO. And then I signed it, and I sent it to him. <laughs> and he saw the tube, and he was thinking that I sent him an actual like cock. Um, because our other friend, Chloe, uh, did actually send uh, a box of uh, dildos. 
Um, or received a box of dildos. I can't remember. There's just a uh, we all play great jokes on each other. <laughs> but anyway, so he he unrolls this in front of like everybody uh, in the same dorm as him, and uh, he was like. <laughs> That was good. Wasn't expected, and he hung it up and shit. I thought that thought that was hilarious. I was like, you "Gotta be kidding me!" So that's awesome. <laughs> Dirk Campbell. Uh, I forget about that. We can go on uh, forever and ever talking about stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, we we really could, <clears throat> but uh, that that shit was funny. Talk about one in particular. Does anybody else have anything they no. uh, they want to add? <laughs> Red is trying to tell that story. Uh, it's funny. Yeah, Brett, tell the story. <clears throat> what year was that, Mike? Uh, Pasadena was uh, twenty eleven. <laughs> so we we all get we all get into this van, and I, there was what one, two, three, four, four. There's at least six Too many of us. Huh? It's a great way to begin a story. We all get into this van. We all got in this van to go to get something. <laughs> it was it was Orson's van. It was okay. all of us. We were all piled in there. Every row, every seat Everything. was full. So, um, Mike, except for where I was at. Mike, Mike opens up the back hatch and gets back in the back cargo area <clears throat> and sits down. <laughs> He put Mike in the cargo area. Yep. So we're all yeah. driving along, and, and we, so one of the uh, Jim's friends just kind of he leans over and cut, cuts one, doesn't say anything. All you hear is, "Oh, wow! Who the hell shitting this van?" It was Mike. He, he leaned over him. and he literally right on his face. He literally didn't know. <laughs> he oh didn't even know we were back there. And all you hear, I'm like, what the fuck? And Jim's like, oh my God, Tur- take your shit on Mike. Take your shit on Mike. Dude, this guy shit in your mouth. Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the best part was, was Mike. He's going, level. Yeah, he's going, ah. Oh, good. and he's getting all mad. Oh, <laughs> Tape is a nice guy, and he just was—he like, really is. He, he, he just shit like, on "Oh me. my god!" <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know there was two of us in the very back, sitting there on the floor. Ooh. Yeah, who was back there with you? Uh, Landrum, Landrum, Dur- uh, Durham, Dur- 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 Durham, I think. Yeah, Durham. Yeah, or Walt, Walt. Walter, someone like that was back there with me. There were so many people in that. It was so funny. There were so many of us in the van. And then, of course, Jim just goes out, take shit on Mike. Oh, my God. Take shit on Mike. Dude, that's the thing. I would have I would have got out because I'm sure y'all are probably going to In-N-Out, Burger. I would I would have got out in front of everybody in that In-N-Out line. Just like, yo, oh, actually, shit in my buddy's mouth. We were uh, we actually went to that, that uh, real nice steak restaurant. That's where we went. Is that where we there in a, It was actually a steak restaurant we went to in California. Um, dude, it, it could have been <clears throat> the funny part is about this whole story is is that you heard what I said 2011 for eight fucking years. Any convention I go to, it gets brought up how Mike got shit on the back of the van. Well, poor, poor Tafe, homeless, which is even a better story. That, tell tell that, that that was too. I remember, I remember that one, but yeah, yeah, tell, tell that, that that's right, a story. So, I did, real, real quick, um. Tafe is uh, 
uh, an army buddy of an army, I guess it'd be Navy, Navy buddy of one of our buddies. And he, uh, he smokes. So uh, we were in, uh, that was Pasadena too, wasn't it? Yeah. 2011. Yeah. So uh, he, you can't smoke in the hotel. So he would go out in front of the hotel and smoke. Well, we were getting ready for bed and everything. And he was rooming in with uh, Jim. So he had to go get his sleeping bag. So he goes to the, the, his truck and gets his sleeping bag. So he's got a sleeping bag. Um, he had a cup of something. I guess we were drinking. So he had like a, a like a Dixie cup. And he goes out, sits down, and, you know, he, so he's got all this stuff. So he sat on the curb with his sleeping bag, put his little cup there, and was smoking a cigarette. He was there for like half the cigarette. A person walks up. This woman goes, oh, and puts a dollar in his cup. And walks off. <laughs> and so the funny part was is Tafe comes back and he's all excited to tell this story because it's funny. And at the very end is he goes, and I kept her dollar too. <laughs> we're all like <laughs> he was really adamant about it. He's like, I kept that dollar too. So we were like, we'll go back out there and make some more money. Come on. <laughs> so his name his nickname was homeless after that. Yep. <laughs> oh, bro, like he he walked out there dressed like a Vietnam vet. You know what I mean? Like, because I think I think part of the part of the story was like he had his his uh, his his jacket or, or whatever they call those. He probably had his jacket on. He might. I just yeah. remember he had the big sleeping bag. So I mean, it looked like he was homeless. The sleeping bag. I mean, he did a jacket, <laughs> and he cup. just happened to have this cup that he'd been drinking out of sitting there. She just goes up and puts <laughs> and a dollar I in it. Kept that dollar too. <laughs> he goes, I kept that dollar too. So, oh man, Jesus, yeah. That, but all those stories, there's so many. Oh, there is there's so many. many. Gosh. Like I, I said, every don't matter where I go, what show, if Brett or Jim is there, hey Mike, I'm going to tell the story. Fuck. And then everyone gets Dude, to I'm just going to casually. I'm just going to. I mean, if 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 Brett doesn't in June, I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait till we're just like hanging out with just just. People we don't even know. You're like, hey, Mike, want to tell these <laughs> tell these party people about the time you got shit on? Yeah. <laughs> like, nope. And then I'll be like, I'll be happy to. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's we've all good. had the stories. Golly. But uh, anyways, real quick, shout out to everybody that was in the chat. Transwell 2 Donabot, Roki Teller, Cardito Fan Subs, Kabar. Uh, Chris Barnes was in there. Nick Brammer was in there. Uh, hang on. TFN Geek was in there, I know for sure, and just Jim Fong uh, stuck around with us for a while. Uh, I feel like I'm uh, Lego Nardo. There's another one, so uh, I hope I didn't forget anybody. If I did, Machine Core 500. Uh, thank you all for tuning in and watching us tonight. Brett, where can people find you? Uh, Mega Must Mega Toy Fan on Facebook. <clears throat> Candace. Oh, just search for me on Facebook. I'm on Instagram now. I'm on Twitter. I'm on YouTube. Search for name Candace Santora or Cand Ice. Awesome. I do have uh, a link to your uh, Facebook art page uh, in oh, the description for anybody who wants to check that out. Uh, Mike, where can people find you at? Everywhere as the Angry Mike. <laughs> awesome. I also have a link to Angry Mike's Angry YouTube channel. Uh, oh, do you really? Which is, yeah, it's YouTube. It's <laughs> YouTube.com slash channel 
capital U C G E K U A lowercase O capital Y L A Q P V L E F B U F T lowercase D capital K A. Okay. Get out. Brand. Common spelling. <laughs> You find me everywhere at Primal Sabbath, but before you go, check out these awesome tables, part of the Cool Table Network, such as Shattercast Uncut, and the Realm, Tweet Deck, Speak of Big Vision, Bolt 40K, Plus, Max, Break of the Boulder, Radio, Fresh Communications, Building Up to a Rebel Challenge, one of my personal favorites, Masterpiece Shit Piece Theater, and a, check out some of these other awesome shows, not a part of the Cool Table Network, such as Blackout and Shoot, All Queued Up, Off the Runner, Cybercast, Galactic Gumbo, and Around 30 Minutes with our boy Matthew Deluxe Baldwin. Hope you guys enjoyed the show tonight. We will see you all next Wednesday. Still here on this channel but be prepared for the channel to move.